Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Talk About It Tuesday, a podcast short brought to you by Roundtable Mindset. I'm Malin. And this is Jamie. And today we have a current event article that we're going to be talking about that comes out of the state of Iowa. Um, I would say this is a lawsuit that's going against a law that was put into place by the governor of Iowa, uh, Kim Reynolds. Um, And so... Jamie, why don't you go ahead and summarize or take us through the article? So here is um, here is the headline. ISEA, which stands for Iowa State Education Association, Penguin Random House and authors file lawsuit over banned books in Iowa schools. So it starts out that um, these different entities and several well-known authors have filed a lawsuit in response to um, Iowa's education reform law, which is... Senate file 496. And basically, it's being filed against the Department of Education, several school boards, and several superintendents. Um, It comes a week. uh, No, I guess it was the same week that the American Civil Liberties Union of Iowa and Iowa families are suing the state over the same law. So there's lots of lawsuits that are coming out over this education reform law. Um, The vice president of Penguin Random House his name is Dan Novak. Um, it's the largest publisher in America. He has said, our passion at Penguin Random House is that sex, race, politics, no idea can be banned by government authorities. Um, the article goes on to talk about um, the president of Iowa State Education Association. I think his name is Mike uh, Burnick. I can't really pronounce his last name, Berenick. Um, He says, working closely with this team inc- is incredibly important, and it helps bring forward light um, on something that is truly affecting the First Amendment rights and the democracy of this country. So the new law, Senate File 496, what it's doing is it's making, uh, making it illegal for school libraries to offer books that contain descriptions or visual depictions of sex acts. Um And then it also goes into regulating like sex education in school um, and making sure that it's not part of the curriculum. Um, It specifically says it also restricts teaching about sexual orientation. Like I said, there's several authors, Melinda Lowe, um, Lori Hulse Anderson, John Green. He wrote, um, isn't he the one that wrote like the truth in our stars or something like that? Lots of like teen, um, teen stories. So Miranda Lowe, she said, she's quoted in the article as saying, these book bans are clearly trying to stigmatize queer identities and queer sexuality. Uh, There's nothing shameful about being queer, period. Therefore, I'm so grateful to have this opportunity to stand up for my readers and the First Amendment. So um, they reached out to the Iowa Department of Education, and they said the following, Senate File 496 keeps explicit books in and materials with graphic depictions or descriptions of sex acts out of the hands of children in school. The Department of Education will continue to implement this law as statutorily required. So apparently the the agency, it was KCCI out of Des Moines, reached out to the some of the superintendents that were also named in the lawsuit and were not, were not able to get comment. So that is the article that we're talking about today. 
Well, and what I love about this article is that all of the links um, that you were, all the things you were talking about, the education reform law, all linked within this. So from this article, you can go take a deeper dive into uh, that reform law that Governor Kim Reynolds put into place. So, Which I did. And, oh, yeah. No, no. I was just letting our listeners know. So if they go and want to look at that article, it's all inclusive. So you can get to all of that information. Yeah. So... This kind of touches a little bit on the topic that we had in one of our episodes, the book banning episode. I think it was like episode, I don't know, four or five or something like that. Yeah, it was episode four um, for the book banning. And I was going to say it actually even touches on, we did one recently that was for kids' rights. So I could see where this would touch on both of those kind of nicely. I will say, though, from this article, I'm actually really, someone is... Reading through it, I actually kind of am really impressed by Governor Kim Reynolds and the laws that she put into place. I'm a little saddened to see that there's such an uproar, what appears to be around making sure that there's this explicit material that's in the school. I don't understand why there's this push to put this type of material back into the school systems because it's, in my opinion, it's, it doesn't need to be there for any grade. And so the lawsuit that's being brought forward from, you know, Random House and all these other individuals. I I, I got to be honest. I don't really understand it. I well, no. Wait a second. I don't think that that's. I don't think that's a fair assessment. I think that it sounds to me like they're not saying, "Hey, let's push more explicit material into the schools." I think they're saying, mm, "I don't think this ban is constitutional." Yeah, but it is. Where does it say you have the constitutional right to have graphic sexual material presented to youngsters? Well, I, again, again, no, no, you're going on. It's like, that's, I don't feel like that's a fair assessment. There's nothing in the article even, and I'm sure nothing in the lawsuit was like, hey, judge, please put more explicit material back in the, in the classrooms. I think they're saying, is this constitutional? Well, and if they're saying it's not constitutional from the First Amendment, I'd like to understand from the First Amendment, what is it infringing on by not allowing this type of material into the school system. That that's what I don't understand. And the the article as I'm, you know, I've read it and it goes into the fact that they're they're hinging that this law is not constitutional because of the first amendment and it's it's violating that. I don't understand where in any of this content that they that we've read and they've discussed and I know there's more to the story. This is just one article. I don't understand where uh, the law that the governor put in which takes that material out, also looks at sex, uh, sex ed in the schools, kind of redefines that, why that infringes on anybody's First Amendment. I mean, I could take a stab at it. I think, I think anytime you have, anytime you have a law that bans something based on content like that, um, and let me be clear, I'm not like saying, hey, let's give our kids explicit materials. But what I am saying is that it feels like a slippery slope to me. Like if who gets to decide whether it's explicit or not, who is, you know, what are the guidelines around that? Because I did go read the summary of the law and I don't know if there is like an explicit list of if it says X, Y, or Z, it has to be removed. But I feel like it's pretty, it could be taken a lot further than what, than just explicit like explicit material is pretty, it's a pretty broad subject, I guess. Well, it also says in the article that it is a sexual, 
uh, in nature. I can't remember exactly what it says, but it's like de- depictions and descriptions. So when I took that of explicit sex acts, that's where I was at. That's, you know, talking about some of those diagrams of sexual positions or, um, you know, material. Um, I think I've kind of put this in my mind where it goes, um, there's two, two sides to the conversation of sex in schools for me. One is around the mechanics. So I call that like, you know, the science, everybody's body is going to change once you get through puberty. What does that look like? Boy, girl. Um, then I also think there's the part of sex that is recreational when you start talking about, um, sexual orientation and positions and all of that kind of thing. To me, educating youngsters at a, an appropriate age, because that's a, another thing the article says, is making sure it's appropriate for the age. To me, um, that's really important is to teach those mechanics, but anything beyond that, any kind of description or illustration is really not needed or warranted. And if this law takes that piece of it out, which it seems like it does, that's what I'm in, that's what I'm in favor of. Um, not so much banning books. I, I still don't know why, although there's probably some books that probably did get removed because of content. To me, this is not a book banning issue. This is a, we're sanitizing the material for and making it appropriate for children. Well, and I guess the hard thing for me about this article is that it doesn't really talk about like what books are being removed. Um, because I think that would be, that would be important for me to know, like what's in those books and why are they, they removed? And I guess who's doing the checks and balance on that? Like, you know, who gets to say, and, and quite frankly, if there is a book that's being banned, I feel like there should be somebody saying, yeah, that's appropriate. And no, that's not appropriate. You know what I mean? Like someone who's saying that's, you know, because this this dangerously delves into moral policing to me. Like if I get to, if I live by this set of standards and I'm the person that's in charge of deciding this for my school district and there's no nobody checking that, then I can really scrub the library of lots of things that I don't agree with. And that doesn't seem okay to me either. Yeah, you know, when even I think it was... So what bothers me about this, all of this, is this this the word sex and this the, the sex material that we're talking about. Because I am not for banning books. I, I think that books should be written. I don't think books should be altered. I know there's been a, a slew of things happening in the you know the recent past here where we try to over we correct the the literature because when it was written in the time, it's not, it's not socially acceptable in today's day and age. Well, I don't think you should be doing that either because that's, that's those literature is a time capsule. And so I'm not for banning books, but I am in favor of making sure the material that's to children. And we're talking about the school system and the libraries that are designated to feed the, the minds of young children. That is a place where I'm like, ban some books from that. There's some books that don't belong in the public space for young minds to consume outside of that. You know, if they go to the public library and that materials there to me, that's a whole different conversation that we need to have. But as much as we can help the public school system and the institution that is geared to feeding and nurturing young minds, in my opinion, there is no space for sexually explicit material or, or illustrations. And I don't think this type of material, although I see your point and yes, any law can kind of get encroached on and maybe used 
beyond its original intended scope. But in this particular case, I think I'm willing to at least see, you know, wait till that starts happening before we react if it takes that type of material out of our school. And I'll even go as far as even if a couple other books get taken out in in the process, but the majority of it is this sexual explicit material, I'm I'm okay with that. Um, But I do agree, like if this continues to go and let's say we start seeing family dynamics being impacted and now books that have, you know, represent, um, you know, a homosexual family dynamic is removed because that's being sexually explicit material. I would highly, you know, question that because that is not, in my opinion, sexual content. So I think I think I'm okay for me allowing this law to be here and taking that sexual explicit material out. And if there's a couple casualties because of it, I think I'm fine, but I would really want to watch that because I wouldn't want that to be the norm. I wouldn't want it to be like, Hey, we find this inappropriate and we're under this law. We're going to go ahead and start sanitizing all of this information and take all of this out. That's where I have a problem. Well, and I think that's where some of the concern is coming from, because that it does say it also restricts teaching about sexual orientation. So I I don't know what that looks like in the letter of the law, like in the text of the bill, what that looks like. But I think that would be the space where those books would be banned. And that is... It just all feels like a slippery slope. I get... and, And part of me is like, what... What books are they talking about? Like who put these books in the library and why are they there to begin with if they are not age appropriate? And if they are, I mean, I'm assuming we're not talking talking about Hustler Magazine or something like that in the high school library, but what what books are we talking about? And And that's, you know, you're going to find, you ask five people and you're going to get more than five opinions, probably, you know, because I just, I don't know. Well, and what's, what I think is really interesting is this is almost for sure going to open up us needing to do a follow-up to that book banning. Cause I think this, this touches on so many different things and, you know, and you and I, we differ on this on quite a, uh, quite a degree. And, you know, I always learn something different when you and I have these types of conversations and I love seeing your side of the, how your mind works and how you see, you know, this social infringement that's happening. Um, and I always like kind of, you know, looking through that lens for myself. So, um, I think for this particular conversation, as I'm looking at the time, I mean, 15 minutes goes by a little too quick. I think what we can do for I know it's so fast. I think what we can do for ourselves and our listeners is I think at this point we do need to do a follow up to the book banning where we can dig in a little bit deeper into this subject because it's it's multifaceted. I think we both agree it's multifaceted. It touches on the left side of the aisle, the right side of the aisle, moral implications, social injustice. I mean, it it can it can touch a lot of different things. Um, but I think this article for me, it was, you know, you see that the people are fighting against the law that in my mind, when I read this and I read the law, I think it's a good step towards helping make sure that there's not that explicit material and making sure the age appropriate appropriateness material is in the school district. To me, this was a great law that kind of started that. And I am a little bit sad that people are challenging it and trying to, you know, maybe have it go away or change it. But, um, all in all, um, I commend, uh, Kim, Reynolds, uh, the governor of Iowa, for taking this bold step. I think it's uh, it's 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 necessary, and I think it 
is a strong statement. So I'll I'll end my commentary on that. Well, I was going to say I could give I could give some strong statements too about it, but myself, I guess I, um, you know, I I'm glad it's being challenged. I would love to see what happens to this lawsuit. Um, I'm hopeful that if there are pieces of the of the legislation that is not um, that is not following the constitution, it should be removed. And so, um, I'm, I, and there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people challenging it. That's a lot of big hitters that are saying, Hey, this isn't okay. So, um, I'll be excited to see how this unfolds and hopefully, you know, I, I guess I just want to be, maybe Iowa, Iowa, come on, do better. Like if you have this crap in your school libraries, then get it out of your school libraries. Why, why are we doing it this way? You know what I mean? Something sweeping and over, overrunning everything and everyone, you know, there's community standards that I think each community should be able to decide what's in their library I, to take a, to take a page out of your conservative book, my friend. Yeah, no, um, there's also, I agree that there's a lot of, um, oversight that I don't like, um, but when it comes to something like this, where it's maybe it needed to be this swift and, and fast and, you know, overarching because it was such a problem. Um, but I think that's the conversation for another day. I think we do for our own sanity and for our listeners. <laughs> I think we owe it to ourselves to get in there and do a follow up um, and really start understanding how these books are being there. Let's do a little research and figure out what books are being banned and what's the material in there. Because I got to be honest, if it's little Timmy goes to the zoo with two dads and that's being considered sexual, you know, (laughs) that's being removed because of this law. Yeah. Then I think that's overreaching. But if it's talking about a lot of sexual explicit material and positions and, you know, the recreational side of it, then I'm all for it. So. Um, but I think, I think we're at our limit. So I'm going to go ahead and and say thank you everyone for listening for our little rant on this article. Please go click on it, read it for yourself. Like I said, it is, um, has a link to the actual law itself. And I would encourage anybody to kind of follow along with us. And if you have some thoughts around it, send them our way, um, give us updates as you see it, or if you have something in your area that's happening, um, we would love to hear about it as well. So, um, with that, Jamie, I'll say thank you very much and we will see you next week with a whole new article and a set of opinions. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.